This episode of the I Needed That podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and NeuroGum and Mints, buddy. I've been hearing for some friends, Chris. Everybody's on the NeuroGum and Mints kick. They dig it. <laughs> I know. You think it's as long as they just try it, we know they're going to like it. Yeah. So they're they're throwing a good party. <laughs> we, I don't think you can explain enough this little caffeine hack that you have, and the reason that I think it's such a neat thing for people to try. Yeah, well, we were just talking about it again this, this morning. morning. I know. And the, the, here's here's the best part about it is when you understand how your body is going to adapt to any kind of formula, any kind of caffeine and theanine, etc. Um, you, you always get that amazing feeling at first for the first few weeks, and then it starts to taper off a little bit. And this is it's funny because I, I kind of I have a rotation of between like coffee and an energy drink powder. And then as soon as you said, hey, hey, try one of these neuromints, it was great because I got that pick me up. Like like when I had a cup of coffee for the very first time. Well, throw down right now. We've got a link waiting for you inside the show notes to link to NeuroGum and Mints. Uh, also, let's have uh, just a quick discussion about BetterHelp because we're getting some great feedback on there too. You and I both experienced therapy. We both have done talk therapy. We've both done other modalities. Um, give me give me one of your biggest takeaways from talk therapy, man. It's something that you, you use even to this day. Well, you know, the one thing having literally just spoken with my therapist a week and a half ago, going through my own things. Um, we have the answers inside, but we need that connection with someone else to help us find them. And that's, I've been doing therapy for seven plus years and every single therapist, they, they just know how to ask the right questions to help us find the answers inside of us. But the thing is I've, in 45 years of my life, I haven't been able to find it myself. It's always been in the interaction, the connection with another human who also kind of can understand it because they're, 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 they're not in the forest, right? They're, they're not stuck in it. So they can step outside. They can see where my mind might be going, ask a couple questions and give me that aha moment. And it's, it has changed my life significantly how about yourself well it's the truth man i just think that's what it is they ask you the question so you can find the answers yourself that's it because we all know we're never going to change anything about ourselves until we're ready to change bingo and we're not going to ever be ready to change until we see it in ourselves oh so yeah if you want to save 10 percent on your first month the better help we've got a link uh, set up for you guys in the show notes you can just head on over to uh, the i needed that podcast open up any one of our show notes and the links there at the bottom for both neurogum and mints and better help should we do a podcast well, absolutely. Let's, Let's go. go. I needed that. There you go. I'm down for that. I Let's think go. that's cool. Well, Chris's podcast, I Needed That, co-hosted by Matthew Blades, is available on all streaming platforms, everybody. So this is actually where we get down into some really to some tactical stuff. I like it. And, and here we go. And Solutions and strategies. That's what this is all about. Bro, what? we just hit 100,000. We made $100,000? No, no, 100,000 downloads. Again, we're talking with Rachel from season five of my show. And tell you so how where are they now episode? It, it is. For those of you who don't know me, I walked away from my radio show with a year left on my contract. <laughs> Who's whistling right now? I think this is episode 38, Chris Powell. Wow. 38 episodes in. Yeah. We've been doing this for over a year. Isn't that nuts to think about? Yeah, it is. Incredible. It's Tina, awesome. Andrea, 
We got everybody sharing, watching alongside us on our Facebook Live. We've decided to record this episode with a few of our friends today. So if you're following the I Needed That YouTube channel, you will never miss a thing. That's where all of our streaming goes. It's where all of the video clips that we cut up uh, to promote the show live. So I encourage everybody to check out the I Needed That podcast YouTube feed so you don't miss anything. How are you today? I'm good. On YouTube, you can also see the secret looks that we give each other yeah. <laughs> during the show. We're good, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Or the stink eye. We'll, we'll give it to the to the kids over in the corner when they're making too much noise. They're, I don't. I don't hear the kids a ton, and now they're back to school. So yes. that's that makes life a bit oh, easier. Yeah. A lot easier. Is sure. it stressful for you when they're here and we're here doing this? One hundred percent. I feel I feel more bad for you. Why? But, but the thing is, you know what it's like. You're yeah. a dad, but at the same time, it's like I'm trying to keep a professional environment within about a ten foot radius, uh-huh. <laughs> and so they I always they always get a talk before you show up. You know, it's Walk like, me hey. through the talk. How does that Like, are we in the kitchen? What, like, um, where are we on the couch? They're on the couch. Mm-hmm. I walk out and I say, hey, guys, Matthew's going to be here in about 15 minutes. <laughs> you guys know. I'm, I'm giving it to you I exactly it. how wanna, it is. Okay. I, I am in character. All right, guys. Matthew's going to be here in 15 minutes. You know the rules. I don't want to hear a sound. Okay. Whatever you need to do, you take your book in there. You take your iPad in there. You do this. You know, whatever that might might. Whatever, whatever it could possibly be. I say, guys, Scott. this is a really big deal. You know how important this is. Not a sound. Do you understand? And I get an affirmative. Yes. <laughs> they must, they must, rep- it's like I'm on an airplane. You know, where they, when they say, you're sitting in an exit row. Mm-hmm. Do you, under- did Do you, you read- understand? Did you read the manual? And can you help in a case of emergency? I need a verbal yes. I love so it. I get a verbal yes from both of them before we move on. Uh-huh. That's how it goes. And then is there a post talk if they don't necessarily follow through? Yes, there's, yeah, but, but uh, for what it's worth, they've only not followed through a couple times. Yeah, right. For the most part, they're pretty good. And I'm always sure when, when we have a really good show and they're quiet, I'm, I always say, guys, that was amazing. Great job. I really, really appreciate everything you guys have done. I know it's not easy. It's so hard. Especially, especially I know you guys want to talk and you want to laugh and you want to have fun. But, well, we're in their house. Uh, I know. I know. And they're right? so good about it. So yes, no, that I am always sure to show appreciation and give him it. lots of kudos. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's too busy. He's so busy doing that. He couldn't even charge up the mouse today. So I, <laughs> I want to say to everybody watching or listening to us, um, we're, we're going to do our best to put some of your comments up and read some of your questions. Uh, but the mouse is making a challenge. Oh, look at now it's working like a charm. Of course it is. Now it's working like a charm. Stacy says, Hey guys. So first day of school in our town. Got out the sneaks and the leash and got the steps in. So did the doggy. Nice. Do you have any I uh, any new routines when your kiddos go on the bus? Oh, when they get on the oh, any like new routine? Oh, oh yeah, so yeah. Now so she's got some free time back. That's for her. amazing. First of all, oh, I get it. Good on you for getting out there and taking care of yourself. I know it's like it's a whole concept. Back to school, back to you. Right. So it's like, boy, the kids got out of the house. You got six or seven hours, and I'm you know. Granted, depending on your workload, but you got some time to focus on you. And I just love the fact that you did that. Keep that going. Whatever that routine is, start small, though. You don't have to jump in too hard, too heavy. But at the same time, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong putting in those steps, and your dog's going to love you for it. Here's the catch, though. Your dog's going to get used to that. And no one can keep time better than a dog. It's going to be the same time every day. Your dog's going to start getting all fired up, and you know why. So it's time for a walk. Yes. And I know he's telling the truth because I got a little dog at home named Millie and Millie is timed. If it is like 645 in the morning, she is like, why have we not already been outside for 15 minutes? Right. How, yeah. how do they do that? It's almost like they have a little timer in their head and they know when it's 
7.45 in the morning. And Damn. it is like, it is go time. And they're quiet until then. And the moment 7.45 comes, comes around, all of a sudden, there's just like this little bundle of energy. Yeah. And they're I, sure to remind you. It probably is a little bit of that uh, that wiring. Yeah. And, but then it's also like, that's that's their fun time. They get mm-hmm. to go outside and walk and smell everybody's pee. And yeah. <laughs> if they're anything like it. my dogs, they, they do. By the way, I, I need to get real with you about your dogs. Oh, okay. Let's go. Um, well, you know, because for those of you who listen to the podcast and you know, like when I first started coming over here, the dogs, you have two very large dogs. Yes. They're pit bull mastiffs. They're massive. Yeah. And they are so sweet. And I just wanted to be their friend so badly. But w- which is the, which is which one? I always get them confused. Max. Stella's a sweet one. Max has, he's the one with an anxiety and he does not like men. M- Max is the one who struggles. He's the, the, the brown color. Yes. Okay. And, but over time I worked with these dogs in a real way, I earn their trust, and now when I come over here, they get so freaking excited when they see me. They love you. I'm, a, I'm a, and I love them. They're such great dogs. <laughs> they are. But I went over and I pet them today, and I was. I, when is the last time they've been brushed? <laughs> okay, okay. Because I'm not. I'm going to tell you, man. I came on my and 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 I'm only saying this to you because I had the same problem with my dog. I brushed it the other day, and I was like, bro, you've got to do a better job here. <laughs> Here's, here's the difficult thing about my dogs. Okay. No matter how much I brush them, yeah. the hair just keeps coming off. Oh, I've, is I've, that the Mastiff? I, I don't know. It's got to be. But they, they shed more than any dog I've ever owned in my life. Do you bathe them regularly? <laughs> so this, I'm getting to this. They were actually just washed on Friday for the first time in a long time. And it was Cash that actually stepped up and is like, we have to wash these dogs. Here's the thing. At the moment, Do they like it. No, they hate it. So that that's the thing. They ab- they hate the water. Nice. So the moment the hose comes out, they start freaking out. It's a it's a very difficult process. And so I reached a point when it was just like, okay, <laughs> I kind of kicked the can down the road for a long time. And then I reached a, they, I I figured they're going to reach a point of like max dirtiness if they just go long enough without them being washed. I called multiple groomers, and and here's the thing. They don't travel well either because Max has got that anxiety. So I'd have to sedate him to get him anywhere. But on top of that, every groomer I called, they're booked three, four months out. Oh, man. It's insane. And so I kept thinking, oh, I'm going to bathe them at home. Max, he's so sweet. It just never happened. And so then I realized, okay, well, every time that I bathe them, you know, they have full access to the backyard anyway. And they go out there and they roll around and they get crazy dirty. I figured they're just going to reach a point of max dirtiness yeah. and they can't get any dirtier and than that. And the microbiomes just kind of keep cleaning <laughs> themselves. And that's all exactly yeah, it. Like and it. so they reached that point of max dirtiness and they just stayed there for a while and they loved it because they, they never got to see the hose. Let's and, be honest. What, what are dogs in the wild doing? Coyotes, wolves, like, you know, every now and again, they jump in a lake in a stream and they, they get a little rinse and that's the end of it. That's, that's it. Or, or the, you know, they're out under a rainstorm or something, which our dogs, you know, they do stay out in the rain sometimes, but they've yeah. got a great dog door. You know, they've got access in, in and out and they, and they just, they use it all day long. So anyway, Cash decided to wash them over the weekend. Which How'd was, that go? It, it was a challenge. <laughs> it was, it was, is it like, do you hold the dogs and put the shampoo on them and he holds the hose and well, what we had to do because they'll, they'll run away. They do. They, they, they are the best dogs. They'll come to us all the time. The moment you pull the hose out and they think they're going to get a bath, they will run and hide <laughs> and you cannot get them. So we actually had to, we have a little dog gate. So we just put the dog, we, we carried it out in the backyard. We put the dog gate around them so they can't go anywhere. 
and then you pull the hose out and you just watch their tail immediately go between their legs and their head drops. And it's like, Max, this is not going to be that bad. I promise you. So cash went out there and did it. It was amazing. And I, 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 Stood out there with him, calmed, calmed Max down, and calm. It's actually Stella that hates the water even more than Max. Really? Who's the sweet one? She's the calmest one, but she absolutely hates. Speaking it, of so. water, did you ever get your hot water back? <sighs> no, it's on the list. Wait, what? And my kids are. They were so, supposed to come last Thursday. I know. My kids are so upset with me for it, guys. I've got so much going on. I told you I went to my therapist for overwhelm. No, right? no I know you did, but I thought they were coming last Thursday. Yeah, they were supposed to, and they never showed up. Oh, so then, Chris. so I called them on Friday and they said, Hey, you have to, and then I get it. I get a recording that said we're open Monday through Thursday from seven to five. And so they're not even open Friday. So then we went over the weekend. So yes, the kids are not happy with me because we still don't have hot water. So it's on my list. I still haven't called them. Well, I just feel bad for you. Like you haven't been able to take a, well, you don't really take hot showers anyway. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. And again, it's not that bad. It's not like Wisconsin in the winter. That's true. So yeah, we're, we're fine. It's 109 degrees outside. So cool showers, not That's the other awful. thing. It, it just <laughs> will not cool off here. Like it will not cool. And I think it's yeah. almost gotten hotter than this last week. It feels like. Yeah, it's more humid. So is that what it is? Any of you in Arizona, you guys know exactly what we're talking about right now. It it's is murder. It's not just hot, which is, you know, it's 109, 110 degrees, but it's humid now. Mm-hmm. So we had a terrible July, but it was hot and dry. Now it's hot and humid. Yeah, <laughs> so it sucks, it's, man. It's kind of like. And early, you feel it early. It feels yeah. steamy in the morning, right? Oh, when yeah. I get up to walk Millie at like 6.45, 7 o'clock, there's a cutoff there. If it's after 7.30, it, the heat feels so different. Yeah, yeah. Have you, have you spent much time outside in the last few days? Yeah. Have you? <laughs> Doing what? Well, we were did. What did we do? We did some yard work the other day. Yeah. Yeah, Nick and I like uh, really got after our backyard in a big way. And then um, because I'm from the Midwest, for those of you who don't know me, and everybody in the Midwest takes care of their own lawn. <laughs> but when you move to Arizona, nobody takes care of their own lawn. It's very strange. You right. have somebody who comes and does your yard, right? No, fortunately, we're desert you landscaping. Do yeah, I, I do my own. So you trim all your stuff and, yep. and you blow it and all the things? I, I do. Oh I do. God, I'm I actually so do. impressed by but, you right now. But I'm the only person on the block. I, but I do too. So <laughs> yeah. we take care of our own yard too. At, at any rate, uh, we were out there and it was like, we had to finish and wrap up by nine o'clock in the morning. We jumped right in the pool. Oh yeah. Well, did you have to prepare for it? Like, for those of you who don't live in extreme heat, did you have to like focus on hi- like hyper, not hyper hydrating, but really like pushing a lot of water, getting some oh, electrolytes yeah. in before you, before you go out there, you have to think about all that stuff. It's true. We didn't do as good a job with the pre, but, mm. um, we definitely, we definitely drink a lot of water while we're out there. Good. You have to. Yeah. It's just, it's, I mean, it's so hot. Mm-hmm. And the, and the thing is the moment you're thirsty or the moment your mouth feels dry, it's too late. Really? Yeah. That's that's, that's we could do a deep say. dive on hydration. We uh, should. Today, we're going to do a deep dive on protein, which we're going to get to in just a couple of minutes, along with Name That Tune. Um, I just came off a, a hockey tournament this weekend, and then I want to talk to you about these supplements I've been taking, because I'm yeah. sure you get the question of supplements a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. My, well, I have a doctor friend of mine who calls them expensive urine. Mm. Yeah. Well, we've heard him called that. For, for sure. For and, quite some time. I always quip back to him. I say, listen, I'm sure some of it's garbage, but I'm sure there's some really good stuff out there too that, that helps people. Absolutely. And uh, I started on this nootropics. Mm. Do you know much about this yes. whole world? Yes. I would love to know what you know. But yeah. I, I, I jumped, I saw an Instagram ad for this thesis mm-hmm. company. 
Yes. They've got all these different blends. You kind of go and you take their quiz, their test. They send you four blends. I'm on the creativity blend this week. Right. But I'm, I was saying to you before we started, I'm not sure. Like I'm, I'm not sure I'm feeling it. Did, now, what is it that you're not feeling? Because it, here's the thing. A lot of these sonotropics, they're also called- That's how you say it? Uh, I've heard it said many different ways, like- Nootropics, nootropics, nootropics. I don't even know how to say I, what I'm taking. I say it really fast. Just be like, nootropics. <laughs> and then you, you no kinda, it kind of covers all of it. Yes. Um, okay. They're considered smart drugs, right? So they're, they're supplements that are supposed to increase your mental clarity, For sure. your focus, right. your ability to think and cognition, Energy. et cetera. And so a lot of times you're going to get combinations of, and I've talked about these two a lot, caffeine and theanine. They're both right? in there. Caffeine's <laughs> going to be that, the, the booster Theanine takes down the jitters, right? Got so it. it takes the edge off. Then you're going to see other things in there. And, and theanine is also a nootropic, though. It's also supposed to help with mental clarity. But also you're going to see, like, choline, different, you know, um, you'll, you'll definitely see different variations of choline, like choline bitartrate, city choline. Um, you'll see a handful of other, other ingredients in there. And, and here's the thing. Most people, when they start a nootropic, they definitely feel the caffeine, right? Well, And that's kind of what I'm thinking, Chris. I'm going, maybe I'm just feeling... The caffeine part right now. Right. And it's very possible. You're, yeah, and you're feeling the caffeine in that specific formula. However, and, and here's the catch on nootropics and, and a lot of the different supplements that are, or the ingredients that are utilized. It's happy I know I'm saying it the right way now. Just say it again. Thank you. Say it fast. Yeah, nootropics. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Long or O. Nootropics. Um, oh. And it's spelled N-O-O-T-R-O-P-I-C-S. Yeah. I even um, wrote it correctly and I, I still said nootropics. Yeah. Perfect. It still works though. Yeah. <laughs> and so here's the thing. A lot of those ingredients, um, there's, you know, there's anecdotal evidence where it's like, you can take it and be like, Oh yeah, I felt good. But at the same time, there's not a whole lot of actual like double blind placebo controlled studies done like long, short term, long term on these supplements. And there might be a few of them out there, but that's what you re- what you really want to look for in supplements that are going to, they're going to withstand the test of time are supplements that have been just highly tested over and over and over. And you'll see supplements come and go in the industry. You know, you'll, you'll see linoleic acid. You're going to see creatine. You're going to see all different kinds of caffeine. You're going to see a lot of the stuff that kind of comes and goes fast in like the bodybuilding world, because like all of a sudden it'll hit the shelves and then it's illegal in a month, you know, um, there's because they realize that, you know, it'll send your blood pressure through the roof or something like that. So, um, but yeah, that's the thing. And these, these nootropics though, they're so popular because especially nowadays we all feel the demand. We spend a lot of time in front of these computers and, you know, you feel this demand to have energy and clarity and focus. So it's like, what's going to work for me, you know? And I don't mean to be taking over this conversation because this is, this is your no, experience. This is why I brought it up. I yeah. wanted to hear what you had to say about it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot. I mean, there, there's, there could be a lot to them because here's the thing. I've taken them and all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, there's energy. It's mental clarity and focus. But here's the, the I really do believe, and this is just going to be in my opinion until we can see multiple studies done on some of these ingredients and maybe, maybe even a meta-analysis, which is going to be a combination of multiple studies that are pulled into one big meta analysis where they actually, they, they decipher the common denominator like across a lot of these different ingredients, but yeah. caffeine 
caffeine delivers so much of what you're looking for in nootropics. It's going to give you that energy, yeah, the mental clarity, the focus. It'll increase cognition. It, it does a lot of those. It is the dominant driver behind most of these supplements. Interesting. It really is. And I did start taking it because I wanted to stop drinking coffee. Right. And did it work? Well, yeah, but I, I, I honestly miss the taste of coffee so much right now. Here. <laughs> Have, have some cold brew. I got it at Costco, Kirkland. Do you drink this a lot? <laughs> no, well, no, but here's what when I do. When did you start drinking this? I've never I, seen you have this. I throw it in my mix because the delivery of caffeine That's that I it? get from, yes, of course. I hate, I hate the taste of coffee. It tastes terrible. But let me tell God, you. I love coffee. Oh, man. Did I backwash? No, I, okay. I, I, I'm not a germ guy. Oh, okay. I'm, we're, we're good. Really? Hygiene hypothesis, right? So... <laughs> How many my, of you guys would share a can with your friend? How many? <laughs> uh, All right. So well, back to the caffeine. Yeah. And so um, it just, it, it, it delivers so much of what you're looking for. But here's the thing is some of the, oh, those other ingredients are like, they're like the bells and whistles on it. And they can just, they can finesse that caffeine just enough to make it a really beautiful experience. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll put it that way. I think it's probably the safest way to talk about this. I think I just need to give it a little bit of a chance. You know, sure. I'm going to give it 90 days and kind of see how I'm feeling. There's a couple of other blends within their proprietary thing that I'm going to give a shot to. And I, and I think you remember the very first week that I took it. I was here because I took it like 30 minutes before our podcast. Yeah. And I even commented to you after. I was like, whoa. Yes. I was sharp. I was on it. Are you still feeling that? Today, I'm on a new blend, and I think the first couple of days I take the new blend, I do notice it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's, this is, it goes back to, and I've talked about this a lot, which is why I, this is the only reason why I even brought coffee back into my mix, is because your body gets adjusted to whatever formula, whatever blend that you've been consuming your caffeine with. And the moment you change that blend, whether it's from an energy drink or a powder or coffee or your your new formula you're feeling it it's because because it all changed up andrea's got a question that i've always wanted to ask you um and and i see this all the time too andrea people are drinking that mud water you see this on online have you ever looked into it yes so i i I am familiar with mud water i'm not extremely familiar with all the ingredients i do know lion's mane mushroom is also it's that's an ingredient we see in a lot of nootropics lion's mane yes and i've taken it google it and by the way I can only, I don't know any of the peer review studies that have been published on that. We can pull them up, but I could tell you just from my own personal experience, I felt a difference when I took lion's mane mushroom. I think, I think there is so much, there is so much uh, power in mushrooms. I mean, and by the, this could be a whole discussion unto itself. Um, it's got chaga in it. It's got reishi in it. Oh, yes, reishi. Cordyce- is, cordyceps. Yes, cordyceps. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's got cacao, which is a really, like, a good stimulant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, I, I believe Turmeric. that there is so much to be explored in the world of mushrooms and in so oh, yeah. many of the different medicines that they can offer us. And, yeah, we could even talk, talk about psilocybin and, well, you and have psilocin it's, and everything. It's, it's part of the conversation. 100%. And it's been, I mean... I've only experienced that once in my life, and it was about 20 years ago. See, I, I was <laughs> dumb and did it when I was young, too. I, yes, and, and I, but I know it's been used in so many therapeutic um, settings ever since. And for it's sure. like, boy, it is, it's changing a lot of lives for, for a good reason. Now, I, I think there's a lot more research that needs to be done. But 
boy, mushrooms are super powerful. Well, and like I always say to everybody, because I'm an advocate for plant medicines and some of these psychedelics that people are finding success with, with their PTSD, especially as it relates to veterans. And I, and I say, listen, this doesn't have to be for everybody. It can just be for the right people. And for the person that it is for, it changes everything about them. I mean, we'll bring him on the show one time and talk to my, my buddy Chad from Mental Joe. He has this whole apparel line. We've talked about it before where he yeah. basically this is what he does. He sells his really kick-ass apparel and then he uses that money to get vets who need to receive some sort of secondary uh, treatment for their PTSD and whatnot. And one of the modalities is the different plant medicines. But mm. he's a ketamine guy, so he doesn't even take um, a plant medicine. It's ketamine. Right. But he microdoses it at such a level that he was able to do it, I think, six or eight times in a year. And then he, and now he's at a place where he goes almost nine, 10, 11 months wow. between getting a ketamine infusion. Wow. And his wife will tell you that, you know, he's, he's a different person. He'll tell you he's a different person. His kids will tell you he's a different person. So wow. like I mean, like I said, like for the people it's for, it's awesome. Yes. But it's not for everybody. Yeah, I, I think I would love to bring someone onto this podcast so we can speak to specifically about plant-based medicine and also mushroom-based medicines. Yeah. Because there is, there's a whole new world out there that we're really starting to just tap into. I mean, there's been some huge proponent, proponents for years, but it's awesome that we're really going there now because, like you, I got a lot of friends that are veterans who came from, and they experienced some very traumatic things. And plant-based medicines, it's changed their lives for the better. Yeah. Like they are. Well, and all my hippie friends in Sedona, they're all over the, uh, they're all over the the mushrooms too. Like not just to get high, like they literally drink them. They, they do the thing in the jars with, you know. That was the only time in my life that I've ever done mushrooms. Oh, really? (laughs) In Sedona. What's it? It's a good place to do it. 20 years ago. It was an incredible experience. It was, it was a magical experience. Yes. Yeah. I was. That's amazing. I was on a nature hike. And it, oh my lord! Can I tell you a little story? Yeah. So, well, you're live here. Yeah, 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 away, everybody. So, so, me and my friends, um, you know, one of them they got the mushrooms and some chocolate. So we took some chocolate. We're like, let's just go on a nature hike. And so, we're hiking along. And it's actually a solid combo. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was really something. And so, and so we're hiking along, and it was like, you guys feel anything? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> hiking along. You guys feel anything? No. And I kept turning around and there, there's four of us. And then all of a sudden it was just like, uh, and then I, I go, Hey, you guys feel anything? And like, literally everyone had stopped. And like one of my friends literally had his hands inside of like a bush. <laughs> and the other one was like sitting there on the ground. And he was like, just like with playing his feet yeah, playing in the dirt. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I guess it's kicked. Oh my God. And I, I look over and it was just like, I just felt like one with everything. Everything. It was the most beautiful experience. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that great? Again, it's not for everybody. And so. Yeah. But for the people it is for, then 100%. Yes. Uh, really quick, I want to talk about something Stacy uh, has, has just said in the comments. It's a little lengthy, but I'll paraphrase. But she just says, man, I want to thank you, Chris, because you've been so open. Uh, she's now actually taking the time to improve her mental health and. She's figuring out those triggers and, um, you know, she says as a celebrity, you know, a lot of times you don't, you don't see that side of people and she appreciates the fact that you wow. come forth, talked about, it's given her permission to do the same thing. And so first and foremost, Stacy, kick ass. Yeah, Good luck Stacey, on your journey for sure. I'm so proud of you. Good for you. And yeah. just keep, keep discovering yourself. Keep exploring. 
there's so much more that's going to come up. And I'm just, I'm so happy that I think I, I read in there also that she started to identify that trigger. Yeah. which is so powerful in your healing journey. I couldn't, I couldn't be happier for you right now. So just keep it going. That's the biggest thing. And, and also, honestly, the, and you know how this is. Every yeah. time, every time you talk to your therapist, I went to my therapist for overwhelm the other day. Yeah. And then I discovered the, and we talked about this on the podcast. We talked as I went for, to her for one thing. And as I'm talking through it, and we've, we've mentioned this before, it's like you have the answers within you. Yeah. You just have, they asked all the right questions to bring it out. And then I realized the whole thing turned into the trauma that I experienced when I lost everything and I was living out of my car. And I was like, wow, how, and how that has now played such a major role and, and impacted me, not in a good way. Yeah, yeah, it's cost sure. me a lot when I work on these big projects before I'm about to roll them out. But again, I know that now. That was my trigger. So Stacy, I'm so, I'm so excited that you found yours because now that you can explore a whole new area there and it's just gonna, it will free you. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm happy for you. Yeah. It's amazing. My, you know how I feel about it. And you know, it's like, we all have to deal with your stuff until you deal with it. <laughs> that's and it. that's the yes. truth for everybody. And so like, like, it's so awesome to see Stacy doing the work, right? Because everybody around her now is going to get the best version of her. Bingo. Yeah. That's what we need to work on. Yeah. It's because it's so, it's so easy. Also, it's so easy to, to put all of your energy on everyone else around you, everyone else that you love, but you're like, when you focus on yourself, you said it, that's when you can show up as the best you for, for them. So if you really, truly care about them, work on yourself. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, I spent the weekend at the hockey rink, Chris. Uh, yeah. We're going to have to get you guys out to a game for sure. I would love that. I got to see your boys play. Yes. I know they're good. They, well, you know what? We got a, we got a good team. We're going to be, um, so for those of you who don't know, I'm a high school hockey coach here in Arizona. And the first thing I always get is, there's hockey in Arizona? <laughs> yeah. There's some good hockey in Arizona, as a matter of fact. Right? Yes, you wouldn't oh, yeah. think it, but there's there's a lot of rinks around. There's a lot is... of rinks, and there's been a you know there's been a handful of people, the Matthew Kachucks, the Austin Matthews, who have come out of Arizona recently, yeah. who are superstars in the NHL. Shane Doans. The Shane Doan. Well, he's he's a Canadian who oh, moved okay, here, okay. but he was here for a long time. Right. Um, but we spent the whole weekend in the uh, in the rink. But you haven't lived until you've, you've spent about uh, 15 hours straight with teenage boys. That's it. Dude. Well, when I talked to you yesterday, it was it was 11 o'clock in the morning, and you were heading to the rink. You're going to get there at noon, and you're going to be there till 8. eight. My voice is still like, I feel like, uh, oh, this morning, because you, I, I try not to be, but in, inevitably, you're, you're louder. Oh, yeah. You're trying to be heard. Sure, sure. Well, and you're, it's not like you're sitting back and you're like working on your laptop. Right. You're coaching these boys, right? <laughs> like, yeah. You're in it for eight hours. How'd you guys do? Oh, we 50-50. We went okay. 500 for the weekend. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. I told yeah. the guys, I said, I think this is actually the best case scenario in a seating tournament. It shows you what you're good at and it shows you where you need to work. You win or you learn, right? Yeah, that's it. Wins <laughs> and learns, right? So yeah. we, uh, we had a really good weekend and uh, I, I love the kids, man. They're just... I feel so lucky and it's, I, I, I really do because I coached so many of these kids when they were five and six years old. Mm. Oh, wow. So they've been together for a long time. And now like it's come full circle and now it's back around and now I'm their high school hockey coach and a couple of them are seniors and going to graduate, awesome. dude. It's That's just cool. awesome. Yeah. How, so fun. So here's the real question. How are the parents? <laughs> I, I really like most of the parents oh, on the squad. <clears throat> you know, we've, you always have a couple. You always have a couple. And I think the, the biggest thing is just that par parents aren't afraid to be advocates for their children. Sure. 
And sometimes it's a little quick. Sometimes they're a little quick to it. Um, but by and large, I think most parents put their kids in youth sports because they're looking for that element. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're looking for the discipline and right. the structure and no, this is how it works. And this is what team teamwork is. And right. you know, yeah, this is how you find your role in a place. And I think, I don't know. Do you guys think that's crazy of me to say? Well, and also you're, you're dealing with parents that are going to be much more involved with your kids. I think sure. it's, and I know sometimes, and we've all seen the videos of those insane parents that are just go absolutely bananas. Right. But then on the other end of the spectrum are the parents that just don't give a crap. You know, it's like, I don't know, what's, what's... Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess that's it. Yeah, it's like parents that just aren't around. Yeah, it and is like, tough, okay. man, especially when you see kids nonstop. Who you're like, man, man, their, their mom and dad is never at the game. Yeah. And, and you're always sure there's something going on. And so yeah. I'm never, I'm not like being judgy right now. I mean, I'm sure that there's some situation that prevents them from being at the games. But you always, you always wonder, like... Do yeah. the kids really care if we're there? Do yeah. they really want us there? And I wonder at what age that starts too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, do you think Ruby and Cash still want you around when they're doing like jujitsu and they're all their stuff? I know, I know they do because <laughs> because half the time either when they're rolling or they're doing like something in gymnastics or like when when Ruby's doing her gymnastics, she's always looking out the window mm. to, to see if I'm watching. And in in full transparency. Like when they've been in jujitsu a lot of times, and I feel terrible about this, but a lot of times I'm, I'm in my car, I, I step out to the car and I'm working on my laptop and I just, I, f- I feel, trust me, I think about this and it weighs on me and, and I would bring my laptop in, but the thing is these other parents start asking me questions and I love answering questions, but that's also like, it's go time. You know, it's like yeah. I answer my, I do my Q and A every, every day because I, I love doing it. I love helping people and I don't, I don't mind but at the same time, it gives me so much anxiety because when I spend that, that hour of work time answering questions, then when I get home, I can't give that time to my kids because now I got to go do an hour of work. So I'm like, I'd much rather they just get that done. I'm sitting right outside. I'm, I'm like, I'm there. But at the same time, it's like, man, I beat myself up a little about that because when I'm in there, they're always watching to see if I'm watching. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, man. Cash too or mostly Ruby? Both. Both. Yeah, yeah. But Cash is quickly, he's quickly <clears throat> reaching that age there where he's like, I got it, Dad. I got it. We're good. Thanks. So, you uh, know, one of the conversations that I had with my kids, and they were probably about right, right kind of in that range, maybe 10, 11, 12, yeah. uh, was this idea of, I'm going to stop coming to all your practices, guys, because uh, we're going to turn a switch here where. This, this is your love. This is the thing you love to do. Yeah. And you can't just love it because I'm there watching you. Like, I, I want you to love this thing. And so when, when I, I'm going to take you to practice now, that's your hour. That's your hour to be you, to do what you want to do, to be with your friends and your coaches and learn new things. Yeah. And I'll be back when it's done. And, uh, you know, I still went to the occasional practices, but by and large... I'm not at a single practice that really, I, well, I mean, only the ones that I'm coaching at. How'd that go? Like, did you notice any difference in the boys? Yeah, I think they were kind of ready for it. Yeah. And even to this day, um, like if I can't make a basketball game, I'll ask Truman or Gordy is like, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make the game today. You all right with that? And they're like, yeah. Okay. I, I'm fine. What age did that start to happen? Kind of around 11, 12. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. 13. All right. You know. I'm, I'm quickly approaching You're this. right there. I, I, I am. Well, you know, it's funny. Also, you said before this podcast, you, you said that uh, 
you know, working with all these teenage boys is just, it's something, man. <laughs> it is, you know what it, it is? It's an exercise me. in control. Enlighten me. I'm sure there's a lot of, a lot of listeners out there who've got teenage boys. I'm quickly approaching those years. Enlighten me. What, what do I have to look forward to? You just have to literally let go of the control. I think that's what we all get. I don't know. You guys tell me if you have teenage kids, like you have to let go of what your idea of them is going to be. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, how much control do you let go of before? (laughs) Because I am sure they can go, they can quickly get off track. so. So like in the locker room kind of a situation, right? You know, some coaches are like no loud music. And I think, why not? Let them blast some music. As long okay. as it isn't super profane and nasty and nobody can hear it. Right. Like, give them that. Yeah. Because then you're going to probably want something else later, right? Yeah. Do you, let them, you, do you let them blast music at home? At home? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Okay. When my kids <laughs> okay. take showers, they turn it up so loud. Really? Yeah, and, it's really strange. And you and Nick are okay with it? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I'm on a call or we're watching TV and I have to have them turn it down. For sure. But other times I'm like, you know what? It's their house too. Yeah. Like, you know, let them, let them jam out a little bit. If they want to dance in the shower, let them dance in the shower. Okay. I don't know. Okay. But I think that's what it is. Yeah. Colleen says they got to spread their wings a bit. And that's what we have to let go of is the control piece. Yeah. Like, it, like I said to you earlier, man, it's like, well, you can corral them and you can guide them, but everybody's going to go through the gate differently. Yeah. It's true. And were, were you know, like a helicopter parent when they were younger though? Very protective. I would say I wasn't very protective. I, I, the one I am, I'm like always, I shouldn't say the one, but one compliment <laughs> that I always give my mom was that she let us fall. Mm. So yeah. when we were, but we also grew up in that era where everybody fell, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, but she was good at that, that idea of like, let them fall. Yeah. It's okay. And, and I really, uh, I think I've made a concerted effort to let my kids fall too. I'm, I'm more, I'm involved. I wouldn't declare a helicopter. Okay. You? I was. Big time helicopter parent. Really? Yeah. Super over. What year? It's like when you were married? <laughs> well, time up up until about an hour ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm not, so, it's I'm a current, so it's a current situation uh, I'm, for I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I, no, I've gotten so much better probably over the last year. Actually, believe you're it or not. still young, Chris. Believe it or not, since... Heidi and I are actually, since we separated and I'm doing, we were doing the co-parent thing, but just, just being here with my kids and being a lot more open about just letting him go to a friend's house. Granted, I need to know the parents really well, you know, that's, that's huge. Um, you know, letting, I let Cash ride his bike to the grocery store the other day, Not good. you know, with, with his buddy. There was actually two of them. Oh, the one right up here? Yeah. And guess what happened when they got there? What? Their bikes got stolen. <laughs> Stop it. So I'm like, okay, we're done. We're, I swear. Are you kidding me? No. I know. Did they lock them? Yeah, and they, they pulled up the video cameras, and there was two grown men watching them while Are they rode up to the grocery store. Me? The kids, three kids walked in there, and these guys came up and stole their bikes. So I'm guessing there's, like, video footage of it. Yeah. So the cops came and everything. Oh, went, went. So I'm like, man. okay. So <laughs> it did not help the helicopter parent within me because I was already, I was, I was there. When Cash called me, I was there within about 45 seconds. I'm sure you were. I was flying out. I broke the law getting to that grocery store. Well, it's down but the street. It is. It's a, that's, <laughs> this is a street you could probably speed on. So. Right. <laughs> I've gotten away with it time. once or twice. Right. But um, yeah, of all oh. things. So now like the helicopter parent came out again. He asked me actually just the other day if he could ride to the grocery store. I was like, sorry, dude, not, not this time. I got to get comfortable again. But at the same time, there's, there's some sketchy characters 
around. Yeah, but that sucks. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sorry to steal yeah. from children. Yeah. And his very first time, like, very first time riding to the store by himself, like not by himself, but with his buddies. Who does that? Big, yeah, it was a big adventure. And sure enough. So anyway, I'm, I'm still, I'm still struggling with the helicopter thing, but I'm getting better. Your kids are young too. They yeah. still need more guidance than mine do. Oh, you know? absolutely. I have a junior in high school and a freshman in high school. Yeah. It's a different experience. Yeah. When they were nine, I was doing very different stuff and I was probably doing the same stuff you were. Well, and both of your boys, they look like men. They're like six foot five. I know, they're giants. They can take care of themselves. And they just are great kids. Yeah. Really, they, they man. They are. It's just awesome. Yeah. So lucky. All right, let's play Name That Tune, and then we're going to get to uh, the deep dive on protein today. We want to get you guys out of here in the next 15 minutes while you connect to Bluetooth. I want to remind everybody, in the show notes every single week, we have links to BetterHelp and to NeuroGum and Mints. These are a couple of sponsors that have been with us since the very beginning of time. And if you would be so kind as to support them directly through that link, not only will you save a little bit of money, money, honey, but it lets them know that you came from our platform and you know then we can grow the partnership that's the goal let's go so are you connected i'm connected you ready i'm only gonna need two seconds okay okay um now here so this is gonna be an oldie all right we might have to take this i can't remember this is late 70s or early 80s but let's see what you got ready okay here we go okay stop wow really yeah that is, I'm sailing away. <laughs> yes, yes. Sailing? Yes. I don't know who sings that, though. Who sings that? Is that the... Uh, help me out here, guys. Okay, yeah, here Lady we- is the song, isn't no, it? No, no, no. No, it's not Lady. It's the, Sailing. The, the song is Come Sail Away. Come Sail Away by... by- who is it? Oh, man. Come Sail Away by... Is it like it's not yep. Queen? Ch- Teresa's got it. It is Sticks. There it is, Sticks. Yes. Brilliant job. Good job, Teresa. I got to tell you that I know exactly one song from Sticks, and that's it. That's it, dude. That's it. So that is the only one I know. So Apple released a new feature. What is this? It it reads your playlist. And then it suggests songs for you. <laughs> so that song was suggested for me. And I immediately added it to my playlist. I was like, oh, I haven't heard that song forever. Like, whatever happened to it? And now here's the thing. And tell me, am I going crazy? Okay. Because every night, that song runs through my head over and over. Oh, is this a song you've got stuck in your yes. head? Yes. And so for the last four freaking nights. They call it an earworm. Oh, from like two o'clock to six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's You're sailing like, away. I'm sailing away. <laughs> and when I'm, I'm sleeping, but I'm not sleeping because that song is running through my head. Am I going crazy or does this happen to, does, does this happen to anybody? Who's All the time right they have a term for it. It's called an earworm song. Earworm. Where you just get, it gets stuck. Yeah. I think I'm almost what positive. What the heck? <clears throat> and I literally, I literally went through a whole a whole thing where you're supposed to like, I guess in order to remove it from your head, you have to identify it, acknowledge it, put it in a box and put it aside, like put it away. What does it say? Right there. An earworm. Here we go. Also known as sticky music or stuck song syndrome is a catchy, memorable piece of music or saying that continuously occupies a person's, a person's mind. That's what you have. You got an earworm. For four days, for four days. And that's why I was like, I'm hoping maybe if I just bring it out and I give it to you now. So that's your, that's your earworm. I'm trying to unload it because I don't want it playing in my head anymore from two o'clock to six o'clock in the morning. 
I'm so sick of it. All right, here's your song. Let's right, go. Let's Let me go. give you a new song. To have. Let me give you a new earworm song. All right, let's go. All right, name that tune, Chris Powell. Oh, um, I wish I was. <laughs> oh, really? Thanks, dude. What? It starts off. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Um, I um, how's it go? I would call. I wish I had a girl. Dude, I would call her. It's um, I know the song. You do know the song. I'm going to say, is it, I, I wish, yes. I wish, but yes, yes. oh man, I don't, I don't know the, uh, you don't know, Skilo. Skilo. that's it, yes, girl who looked good, I would call her, the hat with her. I and love a this six song, four this is a, uh, one of those great one hit wonders, yes, Song. I love how he put an R on the back of 6-4 Impala. Oh, yeah, Impala. <laughs> Impala, exactly. Uh, well, listen, man, we got a deep dive today, and it's all going to be surrounding the one word protein. So yeah. I'm not exactly sure what you intend to kind of get to, but I'm excited about it. Well, I want to take a step back because it's really easy, especially being in the fitness industry, to just kind of dive into macros and nutrition and think, oh, this is stuff that everybody knows everything about. No, they already know what macros are. They don't. But a lot of people don't. So I, I want to take know. A, I just want to take a, t- a take a step back because, man, we talk about protein all the time, especially in the weight loss fitness industry. And I've I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of people who are like, hey, I'm. I had some protein this morning. I ate some oatmeal. And I'm like, oh, so that's carbohydrates. And it's like, so a lot of people, number one, they don't understand the the impact, the role that protein plays in our body and how important it is. And so I literally, I just came off a TV segment where I, I was, a, it was a full display of all the different lean proteins that are out there that we can incorporate into our diet. So let's take a quick step back. Okay. What, is, what is protein? You know? Protein, protein bars right here. Yeah, there you go. Yes, I do. So protein, it's, it's one of the main three macronutrients. Macro, of course, meaning large. There's macros. And then micronutrients would be your vitamins and your minerals. Mm-hmm. Your fiber, your cholesterol, your sodium, all those other things. So macronutrients, it's proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. And anytime that you eat, it's typically going to be a combination of those three macronutrients, proteins, carbs, and fats. And they all play such a beautiful, unique role in the body. Now, proteins, when we consume proteins, so let's talk about them really quick. Proteins are, they're all broken down into amino acids, right? And there are 20 or so amino acids, and they make up all these different combinations to form everything that you see on your body. Your hair, your nails, your skin, your eyeballs, your, your muscles, everything, everything you see on me is made of protein. Everything you see on you is made of protein, right? And so... Like peanut butter protein or... Yeah, so... And we're, we're, we're going to get to... We're what am I, get, Oikos protein? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit of Oikos, maybe a little <laughs> bit of chicken, maybe, maybe some beef jerky. So, but that's it. And when you actually look at your protein, when you look at your chicken or your, your Greek yogurt, all of that, that's actually, if you break it all down into these little building blocks called amino acids, that's what creates everything. And so there's 10,000 different combinations of these amino acids that makes us... But they also make our hormones. They make some of our neurotransmitters. They make all these different things, like these chemical messengers, these signals within us as well. And so it's like protein is necessary. And so uh, uh, there's also, but, but the beauty of protein also is that when it comes to the macronutrients, proteins, carbs, and fats, protein is, and there's a reason why all of the really successful weight loss diets out there, 
they all have you eating a significant amount of protein. I was going to say, I've heard that before. With the exception of keto, but that's a, that's, into a world, that's a world unto itself. But they all have you eating a significant amount of protein. And why? Because protein is the most immediately satiating macronutrient of all of them. So the, when they bump satiating. up, satiating, which means it makes you feel full, it sends an immediate full signal to your brain in a very short amount of time. And so that's why so many of them are effective because look, any diet that's going to have you at a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. doesn't matter if it's low fat, doesn't matter if it's low carb, doesn't matter. As long as you're at a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. The key is going to be finding one that's going to make you feel satiated. So you're going to feel full and you're not experiencing hunger and cravings because that's a battle that you'll never win. Right. And so it's like, okay, how am I going to do this? And also that it's somewhat enjoyable. So because at the same time, it's like you, you can't grind through it for a long period of time. And so the more protein that you can consume in your diet, you are much less likely to overconsume other foods, which would then put you into a calorie surplus. So it's a win. It's always good math to try to add more and more protein to your diet because it's going to make you feel fuller longer. It's going gonna, it's gonna to fill you up faster and make you feel fuller longer because it also takes a long time to break down. It's kind of like breaks on your food. So it slows everything down when you're actually trying to digest the food. So it's going to, again, it's, you're, you're simply going to feel much more satisfied for a longer period of time. On top of that, when your body breaks protein down into amino acids, just the process of trying, say you've eaten too much and you're in a, in a surplus and your body has to try to convert that into body fat. Boy, it takes a lot of energy to try to convert it. It takes a ton of energy, whereas your body it takes nothing to convert a dietary fat into body fat. Carbohydrates, it's a minimal conversion in the liver. Protein takes a ton of energy to try to convert it. So it's also, it's going to be the, the, the most forgiving macronutrient to overeat because you'll actually burn a significant amount of calories simply trying to convert it before it can even convert it into body fat. Andrea got a question on the screen. It says, how many calories should you take in daily to be at a calorie deficit? What's the lowest you can consume? I'm sure it's different for everybody, but is there a general rule of thumb? Yeah, so check this out. And this, it's not a shameless plug, but I'm just going to help you out. You can actually go to a, a calorie calculator. You can look up any cal calorie calculator. Don't you have one? I've got one, yeah. If you just go to chrispowell.com, I've got a calorie calculator on there. Or if you go to thetransformapp.com. We've got a calorie calculator on there. You can just go on there. You're going to enter in your age, your weight, your height, your gender, and your activity levels. It's going to give you a rough estimate of how many calories your body burns. We just call it your number. So everyone's, everyone's different based on those variables, age, weight, height, gender, and activity levels. A really safe deficit, just a safe deficit, would be about 500 calories a day. And just roughly speaking, it would equate to about 3,500 calories a week. And that is approximately about a pound of fat. Approximately. Again, these numbers, they are, there are so many variables involved, and it's not, a, it's not exact at all. But it, those are just very safe numbers there. Um, and also, a 500-calorie deficit can be a, somewhat of a comfortable deficit for a lot of people. However, others might do better with a 250-calorie deficit. Others might, especially if, and if you're larger, and if, say, you're 300, 400, 500 pounds, you could handle a 700 or a 1,000-calorie deficit. However, it's really important though, and I have to note this, that women, you're not going to consume fewer than 1,200 calories because then we can actually cause some metabolic disruption, some hormonal disruption, et cetera. Well, she asked, she said I'm at 13 and I'm, yeah. worried, I'm worried that's low. That's, that's really low. That's really low. So you don't want to go, you, don't, you definitely don't want to cross that 1,200 line. Okay. Um, however, when it comes to those 1,300 calories, if you're still finding yourself you know, hungry and experiencing hunger and cravings, 
if you can try to bump up your protein a little bit, it can really help out. It's a wonderful tool in the process. Now there's a couple exceptions because a lot of people say, well, what about how much protein is too much? Now the RDA recommended daily allowance from the FDA, they're going to say, okay, for a minimal amount of protein that your body needs to consume every single day, it's about 0.35 grams per pound. So it's about a third of a gram for every pound, but that's extremely low. That's for a sedentary adult. And that's to prevent a deficiency where your body is actually not consuming enough protein to even function. And so, but on the flip side, on the other end of the spectrum, a lot of, a lot of professionals and individuals and even a lot of literature will say, well, you can consume upwards of 35% to even 40%, which can be on the high end, but you can consume that much, that much protein in a day. However, the only, the, the one population of people that we, that they say it's really important that you're not going to be consuming that much protein is anyone with, who's got a predisposed, um, or, or they're, if they're predisposed to kidney issues, or of course, if you do have kidney, a kidney condition, then it's very important you're going to have to talk to your doctor about <laughs> any kind of protein consumption. Um, but yeah, so the thing is, the, the range is wide. The more you consume, the, and if, if you are, are at a calorie deficit and you're experiencing hunger and cravings, if you can start to increase that protein consumption, it can really start to stave that off, stave off those hunger and cravings and put you in a decent place so that you're not being drawn and driven to consume more carbohydrates and fats. So you can have a, a, a ton of fun with this. Stacy was asking, how do I feel about Greek yogurt? Um, I'm a huge fan. I love Greek yogurt. And so, and I just love the creaminess. I love, my, my latest thing is actually mixing blueberries in with Greek yogurt. Really? Oh, it's so good. Yes. So... <clears throat> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. So yeah, knock yourself out. Enjoy that Greek yogurt. I'm, I'm big on dairy sources, but I know a lot of people out there aren't, whether you're lactose sensitive or milk protein sensitive. Mine so, is belly weight, man. I just wish that I could get rid of the last few pounds of belly weight. Okay. Well, I feel like I need one of those old machines in the 50s where it shakes you really fast. <laughs> yeah. That's what I feel like I need. Well, so here's the thing, man. You know, there's a saying, abs are made in the kitchen. And it, it is going to come down to that calorie deficit that we were just talking about. Yes. yes. More protein. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, it, it can make a big difference. And, and the thing is, you're already, you're back in the gym. You're working yeah, out. Right, so right, the thing right. is, you're breaking down your muscles. By the way, you know, we talked about the RDA. That's for a sedentary individual. The more, and by, and as we get older, the FDA even says you have to consume more, more protein because we're going to experience something called sarcopenia. Because as your hormones start to drop, you start to... We're going to be prone to losing muscle. That's what sarcopenia is. And we have to consume more protein to prevent wasting of that muscle. So for me, for me, like I, it's common to consume a pound or I'm sorry, a gram for, for, for every pound that I weigh. So I'm, I'm consuming 180 to 190 grams a day. And again, but it's wonderful for me because I feel full for most of the day. Yeah, I'll bet you and do. It, and, it, and it could work out for so many other people to get rid of that belly fat, though. It's going to be consistency calorie deficit, keep lifting those weights. Uh, we can talk about a lot of other things, your sleep, your water, all those different things. But the thing is, once once you just fine tune a few of those things, yeah. you just kind of set it in course and let it ride. Okay. And then change course a little bit, let it ride. Yeah, I change. feel like it's getting there. It's just yeah. not as quick as I want and whatever. Never is, right? No. Preaching give, to the choir. Give yourself some grace right. and just understand your body's going to move in slow motion. Be appreciated for the amazing machine that it is. All right. And just, and, and... Again, put it in motion. Make tiny little corrections every few weeks. Don't don't chase it at all. And eventually you'll get to where you want to go. 
Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I needed that. that. I, I needed that. I believe in you. <laughs> and I believe in all of you. Oh, amazing, guys. Thank you so much for watching and being a part of the live recording. This episode will be out in just a few weeks for you guys to enjoy. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about crazy jobs. Uh, I've got kind of an interesting in and out story, and I'm wondering if I should boycott my son from something. I'll get your advice on that. Uh, and, and next week's Deep Dive, we're going to talk about how to tackle gyms from a different kind of entry level. What do you yes. mean when you say that? We're talking home gyms. Oh, home and gyms. Yeah. Okay. So it's like if you kind of want to like just if you're if you're dabbling in the in the fitness journey and you want to start building out your home gym, I figured like let's talk about just a few of the things you can get for under 100 bucks. And if you got a little bit more of a budget, yeah, maybe under 300 bucks, and then if you a little more of a budget, maybe what you would get for under 5 or 600 dollars. Awesome. Yeah. All right, we'll see everybody next week on our I needed that podcast. Have a great week. <laughs>